0: Welcome to Primary Attribute, we're a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. I'm Ian, I'm the GM, and I use they-them pronouns.
1: Hi, my name's Adam. I play the character Vons. We both go by he-him pronouns. Vons is a little foxfolk, alchemist-type character.
2: I'm Aaron. I play Aracene. I use Uh, She, they pronouns Ericene uses she, her pronouns Uh, Ericene is uh, You know, this Sort of girl who Likes to hang out And uh, has stabbed a few people It's fine
3: I'm Kelly, I play Wealthy Taylor um, A halfling wizard Who's uh, very young and Inexperienced And we both go by her Her she She, her I can never remember how to
4: do that. I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt illusionist mechanic, and we both go by he, him.
0: All right. And now for the recap, because Aaron always remember what ha- remembers what happened last time.
1: <laughs> and now for the Aaron takes good notes segment.
2: Following the explosion near the Warrens' district, our party of misfit adventurers swooped into action. Grix found that one of the magical utility gauges seemed to be sputtering back to normal levels from being way too low. Everyone followed Grix following one of the magic conduits back into the residential area, where they came to an apartment building undergoing renovations. Outside this building, dust from the explosion was still settling. They broke into the building through a back window, wealthy doing an especially cool entrance through the window, (laughs) and as they made their way through the building, Ericene noticed a secret door leading to stairs going downward. Unfortunately, as Ericene led the group downstairs, she tripped the alarm wire. After everyone hid, they heard someone close another door down the stairs. Grix went to investigate, found no one immediately down the stairs, and Cat called the rest of the group to join him. The door that had closed was a trapdoor from which Vaughn smelled an alchemical concoction gone wrong. We opened the trapdoor and were left with our weekly cliffhanger.
1: <laughs> weekly cliffhanger! Right, yeah! Nice!
0: I'm glad that I'm not the only person who put Wealthy's cool landing <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> she
2: made such a big deal about it. I, I had to. <laughs> It, it was it clearly, clearly very, was very cool. cool,
3: but not cool uh, okay, enough for so... for the for me to remember doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't. Remember. I I have the mind of a steel sieve. I, it just flows in one ear and out the other. I was listening to the to the finished podcast, and I was going, "Wow, <laughs> there was
2: so much interesting stuff happening." <laughs> sure. Literally, I can't help it. Sure, sure, that's fair.
4: Kelly, I, I identify with you a lot on that.
3: <laughs> it's just a really yeah, nice I... um, recap of what's been going on.
4: So uh, how about exploring this uh, wrecked building?
0: Yeah, so you are all standing in, I guess it would be a, the basement of that apartment. Building is probably too strong a word because it does meet the ceiling of the cavern that it's in. Edifice, but yeah, something like that.
2: You Some apartment have, you, quarters. You described um, it as a building last time. I don't know why it's not a building.
0: <laughs> because I realized the way I've been describing a lot of the setting, it sounds like there's a lot of open air and
1: no, no, we get it. It's all sunk I was into doing the walls. That on accident,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: as if yeah. it wasn't just mined out of. Uh, face of rock in the first place
4: it's the promenade on deep space nine yes (laughs) (laughs) carry on
0: yes (laughs) so you're at this uh apartment building that was undergoing renovations you are in the basement the basement itself is clearly unfinished it looks like they were going to be carving out some additional apartments and got basically into making the doors and getting about two to five feet in for all of them and then stopped at various points there's still you know wheelbarrows well probably not wheelbarrows like sledges and kind of some basic mining equipment scattered around and in front of you is a trap door that you have opened from under its cunning rug disguise and there is a Stone staircase leading down into some darkness that smells a lot like smoke. Gnarly alchemical smoke. Hmm. What do you do?
2: Aerosene's gonna check for traps now that it's open.
0: (laughs) Okay. Make an. Words are hard. Uh, Make an intelligence check for me, please. Well, make a traps check, which uses intelligence.
2: does use intelligence. So I rolled a 14 plus 0 for my intelligence plus 2 for my level plus 2 because I'm good at traps so that's an 18 total.
0: Okay. And I know I asked this every session is in 20 for primary attributes.
2: It is.
1: Okay. <laughs> Cuz we have to work the name of the podcast
2: into <laughs> the game.
0: Yes, it's not that every single time I forget to write it down or ask you between sessions.
3: (laughs) It's not like you don't have our um, character sheets either.
0: I guess I do have your... Do I? (laughs) Not mine.
3: I can't... I I sent you mine.
0: Right, they're in the
1: email, not the drive. Kelly, we've been going on honor system here. Don't screw it up.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You definitely don't have wit's, uh character sheet.
4: You make that
1: sound ominous. Okay. It's in, it's engraved on a stone tablet, and it's just so hard to get out of the apartment.
4: <laughs> it's uh, it's written using ink and not language.
1: <laughs> oh, good.
4: Mm-hmm. Kipu, Kipu. I believe it's called Kipu. Or the objects are Kipu. One of the two. Okay, we're checking out the the trap door.
2: I ch- I checked for tra- I checked for traps. Yes, yeah, so, I rolled an eighteen.
0: So you kneel down. Intelligence is a prime examine, stat. Yep, you carefully examine the top of the stairs, the edge of the, um, I guess door frame, whole thing. Um, you check the door on the bottom, and you give it your best uh-huh. look. And feel for any loose stones or anything like that. And as far as you can tell, to the best of your knowledge, this is not trapped.
2: Okay. Cool. I'm like, I think it's safe to go down.
1: With a cool, cool. Okay, so I'm going to just...
2: I guess I'll go down first.
1: I'm going to take a very shallow look through the hole and see like if from the from the slightest angle i can i can see any movement at all is there like because i know that we heard those guys shush themselves up
0: oh uh, yeah make a make a wisdom check
1: a wisdom check
0: i'm so sorry
1: <laughs> yeah so that is a 9 plus my level is two (laughs) how do we do (laughs) it's a total of eleven uh well yeah eleven total of eleven yeah
0: um so you squint down in there but there's still a lot of smoke you do see a couple of things but they're very vague you can see that towards the back of the room there's a couple of glowing sources of light but, like, their sources themselves, you can't get low enough or see far enough in to see them. But okay. you can see them kind of lighting up the smoke a little bit.
1: So this smoke, does it look dense enough to... Uh, is, is it going to be a, an eye irritant, a sensory irritant if we go down there? Does this stuff, does it look like we could even breathe if we got down there?
0: Um, since you all opened the, uh, the trap door... I think some more of it came out into the basement you're in, and is hanging out near the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I think you also realize, in retrospect, that you you were able to smell a little bit of around the bit of it around the door before you opened it, and there was probably some collecting near the ceiling as well already. It's mm. gonna be like walking into a kitchen where something burned really bad in the oven. Like Ooh. you'll you'll probably cough. You'll probably. Your eyes might water a bit, especially because there's going to be a alchemical component to the smoke. But you think you can deal with it?
1: Okay. So I'm going to take a bit of cloth or my uh, my clothing, whatever I can, bring that up over my nose before I uh, deal with this too much longer. Is this smoke dense enough to give any of us? I'm not the best sneak, but do you think this might give any of us an advantage as stealth goes?
0: Maybe. Just keep in mind that there's many ways to detect a person, and you did also open a door.
1: (laughs) Right. So, oh yeah, and we set off an alarm on the way in anyway. So they definitely know people are coming. Yeah. But maybe we can hide our numbers a little bit. Maybe we can like get them before they can figure out where we are. Yeah, you can still give it a shot. For sure. Yeah, that's that's definitely what I'm hoping for here. Um, especially those of us who are lowest to the ground. Uh, how's the visibility? Presume... Go on, Witt.
0: The visibility, you said?
4: Oh, sorry. Uh, my computer keeps breaking up. Uh, uh, how's the visibility down there besides the smoke? Besides the smoke? Visibility?
0: Yeah, besides the smoke, you yes. said? Yes. Um, because yes. that's the main factor right now where it's like a medium to light fog, but level right. of,
4: yeah. Is it dark down there? Is it dark below or is it lit?
0: Um, it's lit. It's not lit super strongly,
1: but it's lit. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to let the group know that they're definitely in there and they're towards that back wall if they are, uh, if, if we can get to them at all. So I'm going to propose that Grix get down there, get low to the ground and, Scoot towards them as quick as possible, and I'll follow right up behind.
4: Uh, Roger, boss.
1: What uh? What do I say when I get there? What uh? Are we are going uh, hard? I say just start swinging, cause I don't I don't know what we're dealing with down there, but they're definitely afraid of us, and they're going to be running away as Why soon as they can.
2: Why don't I just like go and try to talk to them?
1: Well, they don't want to talk, apparently.
2: Well, like we don't know that they don't want to talk. Maybe they would like to talk to a cute girl. I <laughs> don't know. Uh,
1: I mean, maybe it's because I'm a fox, but I don't know if I see it. You can give no, that a shot.
2: <laughs> I just think you know. Maybe I go first.
1: If you're volunteering, what do you think, Ricks? Oh uh, yeah, that works for me. okay works
4: for me. I, I'm gonna say this. I'll both. be ready um, back up.
1: here. We
4: I'm
2: just covered. gonna start. I'm just going to start going down the stairs.
1: Yeah, it's it's stinky down there. I I don't know if you've got anything to do about that. Might might I don't know.
2: Arisene like just shoots a look back over her shoulder and like puts her finger to her lips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Fons, um, they just move together flawlessly. Never mess each other up. <laughs> okay.
2: Never, never ever. <laughs> um So everything goes down the stairs.
0: So you start creeping down the stairs. Um, You have to duck to get under the other end of the... Well, you're pretty short, so you don't have to duck a lot, but...
2: Oh, you think I'm short? That's I said relatively
0: short. (laughs) So you have to... It goes close to your head. You know, if you were taller, you would have to duck. It looks like whoever built this was not... Either didn't do it right or wasn't thinking about anyone that was taller than they were. Sure. But yeah, you descend down. The smoke is stinging your eyes and smells real bad. Um, As soon as your head clears the level of the ceiling so you can see all the way into the room, you can see the sources of the smoke. Uh, This room is a wreck. You can see that there were there are some tables, um, one against the far wall, one against the wall to your right. The one, against the one to your right is still not quite on fire, but it's glowing embers still. Uh-huh. Against the back wall, there's one table that's just half blasted to pieces, and there's broken glass and other stuff scattered everywhere, both on it and on the floor in front of it. And then to the right of that, in the back right corner, There is a some sort of large barrel cylinder metal thing with its top blown off and like bent back at a weird angle. And to the left you see a twisted mass of what looks like silver and a bunch of sparking coming from the spot right there that is part of the magical conduit that's running along the upper back wall um, and is giving the room most of its light.
2: So there's like a magical conduit that's broken?
0: It seems to be partially broken. Okay. On either side of that, like, tear, it looks like it's still getting power. It's not going dark, but it definitely needs some repairs.
2: Okay. Do I see anyone in the room? Or any other ways to get out of the room?
0: Yeah, so make a wisdom check.
2: Is this for a secret door? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Um, I rolled a 10, plus 2 for my wisdom, plus 2 for my level is 14, and wisdom is a secondary.
0: Okay. Alright, so you look around. um, You do see, as you finish, as you get further down the stairs, I assume you're taking them a little bit slow, so you can kind of get everything you can before you advance any further.
2: Um. Yeah.
0: Although I guess you weren't sneaking, were you?
2: I was not sneaking. No.
0: But still, you'd probably enter the smoky room pretty cautiously.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So you get down towards the like fourth or third from the bottom stair. You glance to your right and you can see that there is a a large archway door certain values of large it's like six feet at the top and three or four feet wide three feet wide anyway um it's open and you can see into what looks like is probably a maintenance tunnel beyond it although it goes left and right very like it goes the door opens onto the hallway but the hallway isn't the hallway goes left and right from the door so you can't see down it at all okay um okay yeah, and then, yeah, I think that's all you see for the moment.
2: Um, I'm gonna call out and be like, are you okay? Mm-hmm.
0: I think you hear, so from under the stairs, kind of behind you at this point, you hear one voice go, no, no. Or sorry, no, no, I can't be this, I can't do this voice loud enough is the problem. (laughs) Sure. Yeah.
4: We'll all be real quiet.
0: I can make some, yeah, I tried practicing earlier, I can only make some syllables, or some, yeah. So I will make it a different voice. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) But, uh, no, no, don't say anything, don't talk to her <laughs> another voice go oh come on she said it was fine we should go talk to her she's concerned um and out from under the stairs comes a dragonborn woman with um looks like a lot of smoke and kind of scorching on her scales and a big leather apron and she has a cobalt. Who is trying to pull her back under the stairs by her thigh and she is just dragging the kobold with her. Sure.
2: Are you okay?
0: The kobold gives you a look and it's like, no. (laughs)
2: Well, okay. Do you need help? I have some friends. We can help.
0: Uh. woman kind of looks around the place and is like i don't suppose you know any alchemists do you wizards people who might be carrying a lot of equipment <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think i know just the group of people who can help you and then uh Aracene goes uh like turns back up the stairs and goes
3: and all three of us standing at the top of the stairs look at each other and go
2: why is she calling for a cat
1: I think she sprung a (laughs)
2: leak you know what that's how (laughs) fucking Grix called all of us to come down the stairs
4: that's what you meant by cat calling and you made fun of me for it too (laughs) alright I'll head down
1: I know what this means
3: I'll follow.
1: Yep, I'll uh I'll be in the back. Cautiously. I don't know what kind of condition these stairs are in. <laughs> oh god, there's more of them.
2: <laughs> um so I'm Arisene. Uh and these are my friends. I believe that they have a specific set of skills that could probably help you in this Your time of need.
0: Well then, hi, I'm Zykra, and...
2: Zykra. Don't
0: tell them my name. And this is (laughs) Klitz.
4: Can we get some spellings on those?
0: What, they're not immediately obvious? (laughs) Zykra is Uh, Z-Y, obligatory fantasy apostrophe in the middle, K-R-A, and then Klitz is... K-L-I-T-Z. Cool. And I actually need Grix to make a charisma check.
4: Okay. Is it my natural cobalt allure?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone in the room has just <laughs> got their eye on you. <laughs> uh
4: that's a 12 and it is a highlighted stat. Really? <laughs>
0: Sorry, that shouldn't be so disbelieving. Yeah. I just forgot it was a highlighted stat for you.
2: Wow!
1: No, I'm surprised too. Yeah.
2: Wow, you're you're charismatic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm
4: lovable. Shut up.
2: Okay.
0: Grix goes out to the bars.
2: You are kind of lovable. I'm. Yeah.
0: Goes out to the bars every weekend. Very successful. Yeah, everyone secretly knows Grix. Very popular down in the Warrens um so speaking of though you actually know both of these people you presumably given that you're having this conversation in this way aren't close with either of them but you know who they are so you know klitz because klitz is he's kind of the guy who's always working on some sort of plan he usually has more than one of them going at a time Usually they're not actually so get they're
4: ready. freelancers. They're not, they're not maintenance workers.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know that both of them are pretty savvy with magic and machinery to a lesser extent. Sure. Klitz kind of just has a good working knowledge of alchemy, and Zykra is more of a alchemy wizard, get all your magic in one place sort of person. Uh, the notable thing is that well, Klitz lives in the Warrens, and that's to be expected. Zychra, despite being a dragonborn, also lives in the Warrens, because she was adopted and raised by a family of kobolds. Hmm. She can't necessarily go everywhere in the Warrens, but she does live there.
4: Mm -hmm. That's fair.
0: She's like, seven feet tall and kind of a big lady, so... Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, I'm gonna greet them both in Draconic. And... uh... I'll, uh, you know, just like, you know, do a, a casual, how's it going? <laughs> Bad.
0: You may have noticed there was an explosion.
4: Well, yeah, but there's lots of explosions all the time. Like, we got a lot of magic horses through this place. Are you all right? Do you need, do you need help? Are you, are you hurt?
0: Not that we know of. So you look around and embedded in, there are a couple of pieces of metal embedded in like the ceiling and the walls. Um, This was a huge explosion. But um, Zaker goes like, no, we're okay. Um, The capacitor just didn't work like we wanted it to. We can probably fix it. I think I know what went wrong. If you don't mind my asking,
3: what were you trying to do?
0: Don't tell them. Oh, we're trying to make this thing called Ruladrin. Have you heard of it?
2: <laughs> uh, have we ever...
4: Vaughn's just face paws. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty yummy, but uh, it seems to be pretty pretty dangerous.
3: You guys are behind Ruladrin?
0: No, they just don't want know to know profit off of it. <laughs> You may have heard there's none of the city right now.
1: I think there's a lot of people behind Ruladren. Yeah, they're trying to set up some home distribution of of a knockoff, it sounds like.
3: Okay, Um, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, too.
2: Okay, so, like, this is a little awkward. But, like... Where'd you get the magic from? (laughs) To, like, make your Ruladren, like, and the water...
0: You follow their gaze as they both look over at the sparking magical conduit and the twisted mass of some sort of intricately crafted silver thing that is hanging off of it.
3: Okay. Okay. Wealthy walks over and looks at it and then looks back at them and says, What is it?
0: Uh, Wealthy, actually make an intelligence check for me, please. Oh, joy. You get to use your wizard training.
3: Okay, so that was... That's a 16. And let me, let me look at my count. So it's two for my... uh, It's two for my intelligence and two for my level. So that's 20.
0: And you're a wizard, so intelligence is definitely a highlighted stuff. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's my primary stuff. It's one of my primary attributes.
0: So I try to write wizard and charisma instead of wealthy and int because... I'm good at this. Um, So it's pretty wrecked, but you think you know what this was, at least to some extent. It's kind of a large squat cylinder, probably about two and a half feet across and about as tall, maybe a little bit taller. But the thing you recognize is the way that there is a metal, um, not quite a mesh... But, like, the outer walls are made of this kind of intricately woven together silver wire. And okay. it forms into patterns that you know are used to contain magic. Like, contain it in inside a space or an object.
3: Kind of like a Faraday cage. Yeah. But for magic.
0: Yeah, so whatever this was, okay. it looks like they were using it to gather magic from the power line. Okay. And... You asked them what it was, right? or oh, sorry, go ahead.
3: yeah, I asked them what it was and and then I'm gonna ask, and then I'm gonna, do I know what this is called?
0: Um, it could be anything from like basically a magic battery to okay. um, like a focuser. It's hard to tell because the components that were going off of it are twisted and mangled as well, so it's hard to tell in what way it was channeling the magic and to what purpose.
3: okay. So I say to them, so it, it looks like you were trying to channel or harness or store energy? Magical energy?
0: Zykra so perks up and goes, yeah, actually, it's really interesting. So we heard that it has a tendency to mess up the grid or something. So what we were doing was we were draining a little bit very slowly, and we were building up a charge inside the cage. And then we were going to dump it all at once into our mixture and see if that was enough of a jolt. Um, to
3: and, have it take like and it's supposed obvious, to. obviously something happened that wasn't supposed to happen.
0: It worked at eighty percent capacity, just fine.
3: Wait, <laughs> when you hit eighty-five, it when we the hit a hundred. When you hit a hundred, okay.
0: Yeah. So we we ran tests, but. <laughs>
3: Okay, so um so can I tell where the where th- there's a mag- magical conduit? Can I tell where that's coming from or what it's where it's running to? Um it
0: appears to be running along kind of the upper in the upper corner of the back wall and you see that it's running basically into the wall on either side and from last time and your knowledge of like what Grix knew and I think you had Detect Magic going, and it might actually still be on. I'm not sure how long it lasts. Um, But you've turned it on when you were upstairs, and it hasn't been very long. Mm -hmm. So um, you can see with that, plus just looking at the architecture, it looks like the conduit runs into the wall on either side. This is probably the below street-level conduit that Grix knew was running under all of these buildings in a row.
3: Okay. So you guys were were siphoning magical power off of off of the city grid.
0: Yeah, but just like a little bit, because we know it's important.
4: <laughs> well, uh, if it was just a little bit, uh, I don't think it would have caused an explosion like this.
0: Well, that's because we charged it up in one place. Gathering their energy took like a day. We weren't doing much more than like a streetlight would, but yeah. Turns out when you get all the energy in one place and you've apparently made a mistake in the patterns on the container,
1: uh, it can
4: explode. Ah, uh, so. guys, you know I have to turn you in for this. Come on, Gregs, why? Because we're flying in the sky.
1: <laughs> I can fix it.
4: If you mess that up, we die. This conduit isn't even attached to anything important. What's it it's attached, attached
3: to? to? The grid. If you if you blow the grid out, then we fall out of the sky.
0: I'm desperately hoping this is more competently designed than the American electrical grid, and I'm not sure if it is.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, hopefully it is. But let's not try it out, huh?
0: <laughs> that was out of character. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I get you. Um, That's why I didn't use my Rick's voice. Yeah, so... Not that you can necessarily tell all the time.
0: Well, I mean, it wasn't even supposed to affect the grid at all. It, we hadn't damaged the conduit.
4: Well, look, are you going to um, clean it can up? Can I... Or are you going to fix it?
3: Using, using my detect magic, can I tell whether or not there's been damage to this... to the power grid um, at this... to this conduit?
0: There are... There's basically sparks and magic leaking out of it. So, yes, <laughs> you don't need to detect magic for that.
3: Okay, I don't need to detect magic for that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, with detect magic, though, you can see that the magic moving through it, it's very disturbed at the break point. It seems to still be flowing through just fine. You don't detect any lessening of the magic on either side. But, yeah, it's like breaking one of a pair of chopsticks. It's still probably going to hold, but it's not going to be nearly as strong as it was with both of them.
3: Okay.
0: When holding them in parallel.
4: Do uh do I think that the silvery device that was tapping the power could still be useful, or is it totally blown?
0: Do you ask Sycra, or are you just looking at it?
4: No, I'm I'm asking you, like okay, yeah. from my engineering um, knowledge. So. Because a a box that stores magical energy sounds useful.
0: Yeah, make an... If it
4: hasn't been completely blown up.
0: Make an intelligence check for me. Sure. Which I assume is your other primary stat.
4: Sure is.
3: I think all of us have intelligence as a primary attribute. Just not wisdom.
4: Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, I'm at 18. And it is a primary attribute
0: all right so this stuff isn't your area of expertise just because it's like this design would be too hard to replicate regularly it's like designing a new machine in a lab like it's just not the kind of thing you can mass produce sure and so there's limits how useful it would be that said um you know that there are points along the power grid that do use things like this. And do you think that it could probably still be used um, in a reduced capacity? Like, it wouldn't be as strong, but you could still probably use it at, like, 50% capacity, and it would still work. Okay. So given how it sounds like it was being used, you're not sure how long it can hold a charge when it's disconnected from the grid, but it could be used to, like, Basically have a side pool of power. And whatever you would use that for.
4: Uh, I'm going to pop it off and collect it as evidence. Hey, what are you doing? (laughs) We need that. (laughs) No, you don't. You tapped into the grid and you blew things up and this is evidence now.
0: Greg, you're killing me here. Come on, what can we do? You can start by
1: cleaning this all up. I mean... (laughs) Duh. <laughs> what, what are you guys even doing in this building anyhow? This Making place look looks like cauldron. it's not done yet.
0: Exactly. No one goes in and
1: out of this place. So to summarize, you're in a space that isn't even done being built yet. You are avoiding just general contact with with human or well people (laughs) humans um you're avoiding general contact with people and you are producing what is currently as far as i know not controlled but nevertheless a somewhat illicit substance in secret which part of that do you think grix isn't going to respond to
0: (laughs) yeah what he said we're conducting an experiment in a controlled environment
4: No, this is not a controlled environment.
1: I mean, I'm I'm not going to call you out on that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That doorway seems like it leads to the maintenance tunnels. Like, that's not a controlled environment. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I don't know anything about any of this, but, like, you exploded everything in the building to the point that, like... There was, like, a dust cloud when we came up, like, five minutes later. Like, that's pretty fucking intense. So, like, it just seems like maybe you just don't have a handle on what you're actually doing wow. here.
1: Well, really, we're we're just glad that nobody's hurt, but... Uh,
2: I mean, that's yeah. very good. It's very nice that no one's hurt, but, like, honestly...
1: Considering there's metal embedded in the ceiling here, I'm just glad that there isn't also kobold splatter oh on the yeah walls. totally
0: yeah it I hadn't be... dragged this one under the stairs
4: <laughs> here's what we can do we we found this device and we figured out what it was for but we don't know who put it here
2: alright oh yeah totally like I have no idea who anyone is
3: I didn't see anybody
2: in here
1: oh you mean that capacitor like... goo with these two
2: <laughs> hey, Vons. Uh-huh. Remember earlier when I met Morty?
1: I have no idea who you're talking. To- oh, Morty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, this should be like that.
1: You mean you want me to ignore you?
2: I would love it if you would ignore them.
1: oh gotcha, gotcha yeah i i I get it does the does the winky face uh-huh thing uh-huh so so are we getting a bribe out of this, or what are you what's your angle here? We're right here.
2: Aroscene <laughs> <laughs> just like turns to them. No, no, and they're they're, they're like, good people. They're, just, what do you they're do just uh like for a living.
0: I'm sorry, what did Aracene say?
2: Oh no, like I'm I'm excited to be interrupted by Grix.
4: Okay. Oh, uh no, uh
2: <laughs> You know, uh Crap,
4: what was I saying?
0: That they were uh, good people.
4: Yeah, no, they're they're good people. They're just a little uh they're a little caught up in their, their endeavors here.
2: Cool. I love endeavors.
1: I mean what I just you... wanna exchange notes.
2: Like what if do these you These guys do... know something
1: about making this stuff. It sounds, what's like your, a, like, sounds like
2: like what's your deal? What's your skill set? What what can I get you set up in? Um like <laughs> not killing yourself wise. And Aerosene Goes into
0: career counselor. Mode. I was gonna say ever seen the Job. <laughs> yeah. We've seen this before. <laughs>
4: she's done this several times.
3: She's very good at it. You guys should take her up on the offer. At least once.
1: I mean last lady got a straight gem out of the deal, so you guys have an opportunity to bargain up here, I think. I do like gems.
2: I don't have any uh gem. gems. I to don't take have a couple any gems on off me right work. now.
0: Well, fair enough you're not reporting us which is a i lot. don't have any
2: <laughs> i don't have any gems on me right now
0: i heard you it's cool but like
2: what do you do like like what do you do zykra what do you do
0: oh um this, this, this has to, to be Patrick? your
2: side hustle right
0: you're saying you asked this is their side hustle yeah yeah okay I mean, it's kind of my main hustle. I have a... It's surprisingly hard to find work in this city as a magically skilled person unless you want to do maintenance or work at the university
1: or that's kind of it.
3: Getting a job at the university is pretty tough too.
1: Or. Yeah, universities don't take kobolds very seriously. Or
0: you can Um, spend your days making one of the same five enchanted objects that everybody needs.
2: Uh, Erisene turns to Wealthy and says this is like the same problem that you have, right?
3: Yeah, but I found gainful employment doing something else. Yeah. You mean
1: shaking down dragonborn and kobolds for bribery, or?
2: <laughs> well, not... I'm not shaking
3: anybody down.
2: Uh, we're not shaking anyone down, Bonds.
0: Listen, Fox, Could you at least give me a number here?
4: <laughs> I don't know.
1: There's no, there's I mean, no shakedown.
4: Vaughn, stop it.
1: Are you sure we're doing this right? This yeah. whole shakedown thing seems a little bit awkward.
2: <laughs> we're not. That's not what we're doing. That's why it's not going the way that you think a shakedown should go. Aerisene turns to
0: uh man you all are really blowing the shit down.
2: Aerisene <laughs> <laughs> turns to Clitz and goes, "Okay, so like what are you what are you into? Like you like also a magically inclined person who can't find a job?" Well, a little
0: bit. I also do accounting. Bookkeeping.
2: <laughs> <gasps> oh my god like wait do you mean that you're a bookie or do you mean that you no no do accounting
0: i keep ledgers
2: like special ledgers or like normal (laughs) ledgers
0: like the store owner can barely count to 10 on his fingers
2: Oh, Sorry, do stuff okay ledgers. <laughs> I took a I took a business course once. I understand what you're talking about. Um Well like you should make plenty of money doing that. Why do you need to do this too? This is definitely your side hustle, right? Or do you just like hate doing accounting? Because that's cool too. You win the prize. (laughs) Oh, okay.
0: I'm good at it. I don't like doing it.
2: Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Hmm. Like, do you want to do magic for your job?
0: Or something like magic adjacent?
2: Magic or magic adjacent
0: like marketing whatever this one makes and sticks a thumb over his shoulder at Zycra
2: is an accountant wants to do magic for a living
0: I mean we thought about making like (laughs) medicine and stuff but have you seen the competition out there fucking (laughs) BR tells (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> uh-huh. yeah they, they make good stuff
2: <laughs> I love the BR tells, but I can't ever find like the stuff that I really want there um cool <laughs> where can I get in touch with both of you because like I have I'm starting to have this like total like brainstorm
0: you should probably get
4: that checked out <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, you know what? Grix knows you. He can find you.
4: Yeah. Yeah, they're down in the warrens. So listen. Yeah, <laughs> they're they one of these you, hundreds of kobolds. Like, you can can't... just find them.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you just go down there and you start shouting names.
0: Yeah. You can probably. It's like ask a game of or. telephone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you also live there. You probably have a rough idea of where they live and hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine the Warrens just kind of have a message and stuff arrival room and people just go check it. So you don't have to but find yeah. someone mm-hmm. in the maze.
4: <laughs> For sure.
2: Well, usually they just use the messenger rats. Well, they can't carry packages. It's like like a rat king together, I can take a package. I was
1: gonna say, I saw four of them carrying a the box sure. once. I'm not sure a rat king can go in any single direction at once at any time. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Kind of in a, in a wad of, of rat that you know. Uh, so, so are we uh. <laughs> Where are we with this uh episode of the Adventures of Aracene Middle Earth Career Counselor? Um
2: <laughs> Okay. So, so we've like, got
1: what are you we gonna guys do with have these to... two?
2: Okay, so you guys have to clean this up and then get the fuck out of here, like immediately.
1: Uh th- these um, guys are already gonna have to like repaint and everything down here as it is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're, so gonna, like, we're gonna have to Rick's tell the city city report... that this is happening. Yeah. Kirk is going to, like, report everything. Your names will not come up. But you owe us.
1: Yeah. And we're keeping the busted-ass capacitor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to take
0: so long to make a new one. Fine.
2: Well, not stop that I would, stealing! I mean, not that I
1: would make a new one.
2: Next time, long. maybe oh. it'll be better.
1: And I want your recipe for Rouladrin. It's no good in your hands. One. Rude. Two. I'm holding out my paw. (laughs) And we brought somebody who's bigger than all of us.
0: You're talking to someone who is bigger than everyone in your party stacked on each other's shoulders.
2: (laughs) Oh, right, right, right.
1: Uh, One of them's a a dragonborn, right? Yeah. Yeah, They they's chunky.
2: (laughs) I believe the word you're looking for is... Thick with two C's.
0: I mean, accurate okay. in Zyker's case. Um, but
1: <laughs> oh, is is uh, is this the voluptuous type of lizard human? Sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ian really hadn't given it that much thought. <laughs>
0: I just feel weird gauging my NPCs' attractiveness unless it's, like, a major <laughs> facet of their character.
1: <laughs> well, to be fair, voluptuous and attractive aren't necessarily uh, synonymous. That's...
0: But yeah, kirby would probably be the uh. word, but yes. Um, at any rate, yeah, I'm not sure how voluptuous works with non-mammalian creatures. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if, if they're not at least like a little furry, I'm probably not interested.
0: Also that. But, so, it's like her kind of gives you a look and says, can you even use it? Or even alchemist or something?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't gonna say anything. But, uh, yeah.
3: And I'm a wizard, and I point to Griggs, and he's an illusionist, so we can find something to do with this that isn't going to involve blowing shit up.
4: Yeah, exactly.
3: Hopefully, I'm, you never know with us.
0: I mean, what are you going to use it for if you don't just
1: make it? I, I mean, the, secretly, I want to. I want to track down these ingredients and uh, figure out more about this. Um, the peop the other people who are making it, the Velvet Room and uh and that whole uh batch of stuff going on. I figure that the uh, the ingredients list is probably a good set of clues to uh chase down. As far as these two are concerned, I'm just gonna kinda keep mum on it and say if uh if you guys want to get out of here without your names coming up in the uh sheriff's office, then That's I don't think you need that list anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> even remember what law enforcement is called. <laughs> that is not in my notes. <laughs> uh, what
4: are they called here? The protectors? Are they the protectors?
2: It's called the Bureau of Investigation.
0: That would be the one that we get in trouble with for sure.
2: <laughs> ah, okay.
0: Yeah, it's a slightly. I complicated hope there was a name for it.
4: like the regular cops. So like the regular like.
0: Well, since you asked, I'm going to look at my fucking org chart for the city.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if Grix is willing to they look the other an way on this. org
2: chart for the city?
1: Not quite, but I have. I mean, that does sound like a lot of paper over there.
0: Well, it's because <laughs> it's far back. In they,
4: w- they have to get through the bylaws. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not
0: it. sorry i'm just all excited someone
2: ever asked this question Nylandryl... all i <laughs> know is. is that Nylandrel suishona is one of the like beat cops
0: yeah so there's two kind of setups there's the department of investigations who basically investigate the violent slash otherwise kind of extra important crimes and then sort of farm out the rest as far as solving basic mysteries and or tracking down like who did this thing so you can theoretically find them i imagine those contracts often don't go too too far and then the guards themselves are split into three categories there's the protection group which is kind of like what you said they're not quite beat cops they're in that they don't have i think they kind of don't have the authority to decide to arrest you on their own um, But mm-hmm. they're used for like Giving people directions And breaking up bar fights And like helping people home You know, escorting people home at night Who don't feel safe yeah. Kind of all the
4: Like good Samaritan kind of ideal Yeah well, Like
1: actual yeah. serve and protect people Yeah Yeah, and then there's If, if, oh, if police I are got that backwards. protected
0: Those are the peace minders. Protection uh, are the people that uh, Department uh, of Investigators yeah, sorry, the peace minders. Um, their protection squad is who the Department of Investigation taps if it's going to be something pretty violent. It's the equivalent of a SWAT team essentially. In the rare cases those are okay. needed. And so
1: they just kind of divvied up the tasks of serve and protect just a little separately from each other. Yeah.
0: And so. then there's a group called the Guardians, which is um, it kind of got rolled into the guards. Um, but it's much more of an offshoot of the kind of military organization that started this place. And they're the people that are on the outside during storms and stuff and fighting off the corrupted
1: creatures when they attack. Okay. Cool. Well, in any case, uh, and now you yeah, know. so long as Grix thinks it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So long as Grix thinks it's cool, then uh, I say we let these guys slink out of here with what's left of their hands assuming they've kept all of their fingers from these various explosions. And uh we're we're happy just taking the stash and uh you know letting the investigators know the gist of what happened and that two shadowy characters fled off into the night. Two or midday I don't know what time of day it is down here.
2: Medium sized Shadowy figures,
3: uh-huh. medium-sized,
2: completely, uh, yeah, completely <laughs> medium-sized. They seemed human, distinctly
3: <laughs> human, distinctly.
0: It occurs to me you met like one, I guess two, two or three humans out of a couple dozen characters. <laughs>
4: yeah, no, they've been rare. Which I like, I'm, I'm enjoying that Yeah I still like that they're yeah. like the most common minority But they're still a minority
0: Yeah, I think there's just
1: We've only knocked out a couple, so that's... Ooh, I think good. there's just How too many, just, many Yeah, they kind were of both
2: hoods There kind of isn't a There kind of isn't like a Majority
0: Yeah, like humans might have a plural. So there
1: isn't much of a predominant race yet? Or
0: Right. It's
1: Yeah, okay.
0: But uh so you were asking Zyker for the recipe and we're like gimme gimme. And Zyker goes, You can copy it one second. And goes around to the other side of the stairs. Follow along, you see that a table has looks like it slammed top first against the back wall and cracked in half and is in pieces on the ground. Um, And Zykra squats down and kind of pushes around the pile of loose and singed papers and picks them up and flips through and says, these are what you're looking for. You can copy them while we're here.
1: I mean, half half the point is really just... Keeping them out of your hands so that your hands get to stay intact. But I'll leave, leave that der, uh, decision up to Grix. So I can go ahead and go ahead and copy Wait, these Would things.
0: you let another alchemist just tear out pages from your book?
1: Oh, hell no. No.
0: Granted, it looks like I need to get this book But rebound. my books,
1: But my book's in a secret den that you're not finding, and it's not exploding anytime soon, so... <laughs> My den is intact, (laughs) free of burn marks. She sticks her tongue. Maybe not entirely free of burn marks. Free? I was about to say. (laughs) I mean, everything burns now and then, right? It's fine. Yeah.
4: Okay. Uh, so we shuffle them out.
0: Yeah, you or we?
4: We tell them to clean up and then then get out.
0: Will do. Thanks for doing us a solid.
4: Yeah. Got uh got two hours.
0: Do you want us to try to fix the conduit or should we leave that for one of your crews?
1: Oh yeah, I'd totally leave that for the crew. Yeah, you guys have a hard time handling these. Yeah,
0: like I think Grix, from your perspective, you can tell they did a pretty good job of interfacing with the conduit, but this is the kind of damage that yeah. It's the difference between fixing some home electrical stuff and fucking with the power lines.
1: (laughs) Sure. yeah Yeah, no we'll take care of that
4: okay
0: but i'll tell you what get this cleaned up if we
1: need you if we need you we'll send a rat just to check you all know there are sentient messengers right but i know the rats they're both delicious and convenient they're (laughs) all over the place (laughs) Why wouldn't I use it? I don't need sentient messengers getting in the middle of things and taking their little notes and going and telling some authority when I do the things I do. They don't need to know any of that stuff. We'll just leave them out. The rats are fine.
0: Bonds has a fucking problem. You can't eat a sentient
1: now. messenger when they get to your door.
0: <sighs> Bonds makes everyone easy.
3: you can't do it very often anyway before people start getting suspicious.
1: Uh, yeah they start noticing all the bones piling up outside your den I'm
0: gonna say you get kind of a look when you they're delicious Some <laughs> <laughs> like, you eat your mess whatever fine what <laughs> the fuck
2: are you talking about This one. oh my god
1: <sighs> don't worry about it right
2: um anyway. you wanted to like get some of those dumpster nachos. I feel like this is the right juncture for that. Fucking weirdly I mean, I've enough, been, I've
1: been, I've been waiting for them all night. Getting I this know. show on the road, crunchy nachos. <laughs>
2: We're gonna go get beetles. nachos. Hmm.
1: You guys like nachos?
2: Yeah. We're not in. I'm Oof. not buying nachos for more people.
0: <laughs> honestly i think it'd be kind of a weird vibe at this point anyway <laughs> also we gotta clean up yeah. and, and disappear
2: <laughs> yeah all
1: good right. luck all right let's get get to the dumpster thanks let's see if the broom's intact <laughs> <laughs> all
4: right uh all right. is there any other spots to check down here like are there any other like uh technical aspects to the the system that i should check before we leave
0: so you looked around the room already so yeah. i'll just give it to you because um, that would make sense the sure. thing on the right that had blown its top was probably the kind of main pot of the still that they were using mm-hmm. you, sure. i also forgot to mention there is the stink of very low quality alcohol because oh on good the, on the side that you were all standing on like there were a couple of cracked barrels that had spilled on the floor, and I think Grix, because we established by me putting words in your character's mouth that uh, you had built a still at mm-hmm. one point, or at least knew what they were. Um, you know yeah. that this was the this was the non-distilled alcohol. <laughs> but yeah, so there sure. was the still from the bits and pieces you can see that are still hanging around. It looks like there was some like glass piping that went up and went into a barrel like right beneath the magic cage thing which Mm -hmm. is a capacitor (laughs) so but yeah it wasn't too much more or it wasn't really more any more complicated than what you saw already and it was definitely designed to be a smaller scale the only other thing you notice is that where that conduit blew out, um, there's some cracks in the ceiling and it looks like maybe that you can kind of see that there's a hole behind it that probably just goes into one of the maintenance tunnels that runs behind it. Mm.
4: Okay. So, so it's bad, but it's not immediately worrisome.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the, you, you know, just from looking at it that because that's kind of in the back corner, um, because the, The room above you is not carved all the way out. There isn't a relatively thin floor for those cracks to go through. Hmm. So they're just in a large set of stone. If the floor above them had been complete, it might have caused a corner to collapse. But
1: it didn't. So it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But only just. Yeah. So we're, at this point, looking around this room, is it, like, blatantly evident that this place is in danger of collapse anytime soon, or...? No,
0: um, it's pretty hard to collapse a building
1: on the arcs. When when it's, like, built into the side of a chunk of rock, I imagine everything's pretty solid.
0: Yeah, this is not in danger of imminent collapse. Like, again, it might have been a problem if there'd been a floor above them but just being at least that corner essentially just being a bunch of solid rock it looks like it maybe damaged the wall of a maintenance thing outside of here but in the same way that like sledgehammering a cement wall will knock a hole in it it's not really compromising the structural integrity of the rest of the wall
1: yeah stone can handle uh well actually stone's really bad at handling explosion (laughs) yeah Hence the use of dynamite. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: it's very good until you break it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, great. Good to know. And uh, I believe I was going to record the contents of that uh, alchemical Rulodrin formula. Uh, and while I'm at it, I'll just keep my eyes open for any other um, unusual things worth noting. Anything notable in the, in their alchemy setup.
0: Yeah, so Zycra's basically handed you her notes on Riladrin. I think it wasn't formalized enough for her to actually record it in her book yet. Mm. So you, you do get some stuff out of it. It looks like they were kind of going off if you had to guess that they were probably going off the description of what Riladrin is. There's basically alcohol magic and water and they were working off of the assumption that from the notes you can tell they were working off the assumption that because um because the velvet room was tapping so much power that it was probably a volume of power infused into it's probably like a like the level of power that goes into the liquid is what matters and there's some questions about whether the strength of the alcohol affects it because you know too that water is not a great substance for keeping magic in it it tends to ground out pretty fast like it doesn't Mm -hmm. retain things um Mm -hmm. whereas alcohol greases kind of stuff that's a little more substantial a little further away from kind of it's base form tends to do a, a lot better.
1: Sure. Okay, so they're effectively bootlegging this stuff then. Yeah. Um not they're they're obviously not refining their alcohol too much. Um, I mean, that's what the for... still would be
0: for. Um but yeah, it looks like they were only doing like one distillation turn. Mm-hmm. So, it's still stronger than like beer, but it's not super strong
1: right and they are uh it sounds like they're reverse engineering the method of producing rouladrin so these are not people who got an accurate recipe from anybody who really knows what they're doing there
0: right it's very apparent from looking at the pages you're given that they're reverse engineering this and didn't have access to a recipe to start with
1: awesome yeah so these guys are doing some dangerous stuff in order to uh survive an economy it sounds like yeah um, pretty
0: much yeah um do me a favor right. and make an intelligence check
1: bonds intelligence check coming up Ooh, ooh! i just rolled a one that's that's uh doesn't matter what i'm gonna add to that yep that's what you figure out <laughs> okay well poop um I got to start rolling better, you guys. I think I need a different d twenty. Ah, let's see.
0: I'll never be able to tell if you buy a weighted one. <laughs> if I ever find out, I'll be mad at you, but I won't be able to tell.
1: <laughs> oh, you'll you'll hear me uh, reading it off as the numbers change. Just
0: <laughs> you always say twenty before the die even stops rolling. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh there isn't even a one on it anymore. It's just like a solid lead pellet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, so you've finished copying yeah. stuff over.
1: Great. And apart from their their janky bathtub wine situation going on here, we're uh we're just looking at people who are trying to turn a rookie in, uh, operation into some kind of uh obviously a terrible economy uh cash flow that's
0: yeah you found the relager equivalent of a home brewing setup that's trying to sell it on yeah. the side
1: yeah and this uh, this is not the outfit producing the same labels that we saw at the velvet room obviously
0: oh it's, yeah there's
1: they had their own setup and
0: yeah there's um like at the velvet room you did find the calligraphy equipment and stuff like that like this yeah is... This is clearly still in kind of the experimental stage. It's right, not a production line of any sort.
1: Yeah, they they probably don't even have like finished bottles set up or anything yet. Yeah. Okay, so cool. Everybody's got all of their fingers and toes. Uh, let's go get nachos. That that's my vote. Ooh.
2: Nachos sound good. Right. Okay, we're gonna leave. Right.
1: But, <laughs> as
0: you you leave with uh. I imagine, actually, everyone who isn't is has to step kind of carefully (laughs) on the floor around here and going up the first couple stairs to avoid any sharp, broken objects. Um, But Ericene, the glass does, you know, crunch under your boots as you head upstairs, or your shoes. Uh And you all head up, and you get to that basement slash future subterranean apartments.
1: Let's just walk out the front door this time yeah
2: yeah no yeah, wealthy that. did that like really cool like jump though out of the window
1: <laughs> yeah so we don't have mean, to she can do to, that like, again if she can Do that though
3: yeah and that was a jumping down i don't i i don't think i could accomplish the same thing jumping up
1: yeah i'm just gonna find the front door and, and see I if i can figure out, out the to, front door yeah Okay. I'll get I'll the lock the wrong door. the first couple of times because, you know, it's not my door. I don't know how it unlocks. And... Yeah,
0: you you figure it out pretty quick. Um, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that. Sorry, I'm suddenly having a question of how old locks worked. But for this particular case, you're able to unlock it from the inside without any sort of implement and head out.
1: <laughs> for a second there, I was worried I'd have to roll a dex check.
0: <laughs> I was more wondering because I get the impression that on some locks, older locks, you needed the key regardless of what side you were on.
1: Um, that's true.
4: Yeah, that's true. That's
2: true.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or uh, sometimes the door is just straight nailed shut during uh, construction or whatever. So
0: yeah, but this is a flying fortress city. Someone figured out how deadbolts work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so uh, we're on our way to nachos. I'm very excited about this.
0: Yep, it's a another wonderfully kind of weirdly humid evening in <laughs> the Warrens. There's a lot of people here inside a mountain, so it's a heat, but it's a wet heat.
2: <laughs> Does anyone still have like the dregs of their to-go cup?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I stashed mine. You need a uh, you need a pre-funk.
2: Yeah. That fucking oh. sucked. I don't like being the <laughs> cops, man. Like it sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, I'll just hand her the flask of um whatever I, paint thinner that I was we were I, drinking at the
2: No. No. Grix <laughs> drank all of that. Except the one that uh Ericene drank. Uh, no. I think, uh, I think Ericene... This, this was an
1: ale or a cider? There no. was something where, she, there was something where I thought better of it and stashed it. She
2: she ordered fantasy jack and cokes.
1: Ah, uh, yes.
0: How could I forget?
2: Ericene <laughs> <laughs> just, like, All right. bolts it and is like, uh...
1: No, I have a vial of rot gut liquor in my inventory. You can have I that if you really want it.
2: Araseen, <laughs> like as they're like walk, as they're walking down the street, Araseen just like sort of like stares off into the distance and is like, "I think we accidentally just helped Miss Nara and the cops." Hmm. Ugh. Hmm. Who am I? <laughs> Ugh. She, like, shudders to herself.
1: (laughs) I mean, I was just surprised you didn't want the bribe. I I was sure we could get something out of that deal.
2: Oh, no, I'll get something. Don't worry.
1: Well, then, how altruistic were you, really? You're fine. Don't worry about it. Your character's still intact.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, no. I just don't like the fact that I fucking helped Miss Nara. The fucking lady from the Velvet Room? Like, that was her competition. Mm-hmm. And I... Oh, that's
1: what you're talking about. Yes! Hmm.
2: And I helped the cops.
4: So, what would you rather have done?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they shouldn't be, like, siphoning magic from the... fucking... power lines, obviously. No, that's bad. Yes, I know! They shouldn't be doing that. But, also, like, shouldn't there be, like, a legal way to do it?
1: Well, we didn't do the the legal solution, if that's what you're after. I'm a little disappointed that we did the cop's work without uh, getting paid
2: for it, but... No, but then there's also the fact that, like, haven't... Like... Like haven't you noticed how like no one in this city who can do magic can seem to get a job doing it, in an interesting way, like, think of all like the brain power of the people who can do magic in this city. Like we could actually like prove everything. Maybe if God, we like got like
1: all of Seattle,
2: fucking <laughs> everyone together, and like did this is
1: this is web developers in Seattle all over again.
0: <laughs> At least for the subset of people that you have met and talked to. <laughs> She's like but sorry, Arising is starting a populist movement <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's like 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 what? So hey Erisene, like... have
1: you uh, have you called that minotaur yet? you'd you send that guy a rat? How's that going?
2: Oh, like I have like a date set up with him. Didn't I tell you?
1: I don't remember. I I tend to zone out when you talk That sometimes. was
2: like two hours ago, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, two hours and an explosion. Jeez.
2: Yeah. Go in. Let's get your fucking nachos with the beetles on them or whatever the fuck. Shit. Yeah! We're back at the dumpster.
1: Gives him extra crunch. Yeah.
2: Yeah, please stop <laughs> saying that. I'm begging you.
0: <laughs> I like that Vaughn's curtailed Ericene's, like, slight existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, so how about that date, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fonz is like, "Please go back to being the person I think you are, please go back to being the person I think you are.
1: <laughs> I mean, I could get into the uh like i'm I'm not sure that we need to worry about the existential crises of the of the one percent in the floating mountain city <laughs> um, no, they are not no nope. i I appreciate that you're having feelings about the lower class and all of that, that that's, uh, that's definitely a positive thing in this day and age, but, uh, yeah, that does not sound like something, you know, a hell of a lot about. I live in a hole.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you, I thought, but like,
1: it's okay it's fine it's want... fine you've got a minotaur date to do worry you... about
2: but do you want to <laughs> just get your hair
1: in... done up sharpen your ears or whatever you guys do with but those like, things don't you... I'm sure there's some
2: do you Maybe want tie to live in a hole them. I don't
1: it's a cozy hole and nobody tells me what to do about the smell there is nothing wrong with the hole
2: so then are you complaining about the hole <laughs>
1: I'm just saying we have we have our places in the economic structure here, and you know we're we're making it work how we can, and I worry about those of us who are about to blow our thumbs off by trying to brew hooch in a basement,
2: okay, I mean, I'm worried about them too,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I want I mean, we, them to... I mean, this place is very due for economic restructuring. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Well, That's, like, all I'm saying. Like, what if we had, like, you know, a think tank or something? Or, like, you know, what if there were a way to have, like, more different kinds of magical jobs? Not just, like, the three that... I've heard from every single person who does magic in this city.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I see where you're where you're going there and and I I feel you. Um I I also agree that we definitely need uh some some uh wealth equality especially like it's not exactly an, an egalitarian state here, right? And uh the richest among us tend to just inherit our wealth and gain more. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's really stupid.
1: (laughs) But you're also like a huge uh, beneficiary of that system, so I'm just a little confused at your motivations here.
2: Okay, so like... (laughs) You may think that I'm the beneficiary, and in a lot of ways I am, but like... I'm only like half elven. And the people in the circles that my grandparents run in are not fans of the half of me that's not elven. And I've always thought that that was kind of bullshit, you know? We've ordered our food so by I now. that mean you get like. We've ordered our food uh, by now. Oh. Just FYI. Oh, yeah, I see. So, like,
0: yes, you are. At your table in the bar waiting for food.
2: So, like, there have been some, like, really shitty people who have, like, kind of, mm, like, ruined my mother's life. And in turn... Is your
1: mother the elfish one? I can't remember.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't actually, like, I don't really know very much about my dad. I didn't know him at all. But I know my mom. And I know how much, like... She just... Got sneered at and shit. Like... I don't want to be a part of that. But I, like, have to. Because of my fucking... Asshole grandparents. But, like... But, like... It's just stupid. Like, the fact that, like, my mom made one mistake and, like, has had to endure a hundred years of, like, fucking people staring down their ice-cold noses at her. And then staring down their ice-cold noses at me. Just because, like, of a thing that I didn't have any control over. Well, it's just, it's, it's terrible. And I hate it. And I'm guessing that, like, all of the rest of the shit that happens to, like, everyone all over this city, like, everyone fucking hates it and wishes that there was something that they could do about it. Well, like, yes, I know. Like, I have all of this fucking elven privilege and, like, I live at the top of the mountain and all of this shit. But, like. I don't want to. <laughs> it fucking sucks. And maybe it would not suck if, like, I could do something about it. And, you know, maybe I'm going to try to do something about it.
4: You know what we really need? If
1: we start titling these episodes, I'm voting for elven privilege. That's... <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what we
4: really need? We need, uh, we need to retake the ground.
1: Tell me more, Grix. Well,
4: uh... We...
2: Ericene's head just, like, tilts? I don't know ground. how. The ground?
4: Yeah, down below. To get back from the...
1: The underground? No.
2: Oh my god, I wonder if there's a way to fly down there. I... Uh, it... it... It's <gasps> tunnels. Oh my god! What if we, like... Fucking found a way to like clear the clouds below us.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to land this city?
4: No, go down there and and you know get get stuff, get resources and wealth.
2: Oh, so like like overload the economy, and that's how we'll fuck everything up. I like the way you think, Grix.
4: Well, yeah. seize,
2: sees not only the means of production but also <laughs> the resources <laughs> from below. Uh, he, she's yeah, Eris kind of gotten a crazy eye now. <laughs>
0: this plan has never gone wrong in any economy historically. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Did we lose Ooh, Kelly?
3: Okay. Nope, nope, oh,
2: nope. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's
3: just well, she's just listening, wide eyed.
0: I, I, I imagine
1: wealthy's got a big drink in her hand. She, she comes yeah.
3: from a totally bourgeoisie, um, capitalist family on the other side of the mountain. I, she's just this. This is beyond her ken. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to figure out if we're really talking about like landing the city. No, we're talking about going Wasn't down there sure. to pick stuff up.
4: Or oh, eventually, just like eventually reclaim the ground would be great. But
1: like an airship or like a really long rope ladder or perhaps a tire swing that just.
2: <laughs> this is why we need <laughs> I'm like a bungee cord. Out. This is this is why we need to, like, get a magical think tank in this city. Is like, we need to find magical means of, like, solving all of these problems. And we could do it. Because we have the university. It's not like we don't have magic users. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's ma- not magic users that have, like, great educations that, like, aren't fucking using them for anything other than... Making just, like, really cute fucking hats. Wealthy, how... Were you always creative? Like, you could...
3: I hate making hats, Eracine. I really do. I just want a job in magic. That's why I went to school. We should find... (laughs) I don't get to use magic while I'm making hats.
2: You know what? Very few people
3: want magic hats.
2: You know what? I'm gonna fucking figure this out. <laughs> I swear to God.
3: I will have
1: fucking... we considered just overthrowing the government yet or no?
3: Have we figured out what the real governmental system is? I,
1: that's usually not uh as far back as most um as most uh, RPG preparation patter goes, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't want to put Ian through designing an entire government in order to play this I'm game. Say,
0: I have a rough idea of the government. Um. <laughs> so drop.
2: There's okay. like a city council, at least I know.
0: Right, there's a council of representatives, the Arcs Council. It's made up of, it's basically kind of a, every block has a person. It's actually one rep per 100 people and then they're advised by and ultimately through the way they vote on stuff give orders to a couple of really high-end people there's a head engineer an urban development person um, a quartermaster the what the hell did i write there (laughs) overseer that's what that is Mm. yeah um there's an overseer of protection Um, overseer of public health overseer of urban development Um, and there's probably a couple people up there as well that are basically the kind of not the remains in a like they shouldn't be there anymore but kind of the organization that grew out of the military group that was running the fort in terms of theoretically keeping everything running and kind of like cuz they were there or they learned from the people that were there and know the ins and outs of how this crazy contraption you're all flying on works
1: right sure. uh, a hierarchical um yeah <clears throat> okay uh yeah so yeah like a hierarchical infrastructure and uh defense yeah. community
0: and this sure. group is very much the like the group that does that stuff is very much the basically career government workers who don't have to worry about how the council votes or anything like that. They're free to just do their jobs.
1: Okay. So, um... Well, just the overseers
0: have more politics involved in their lives, whereas these guys get to kind of go do their own thing without worrying about the political part.
1: Yeah, they mostly run that chunk as if it were a business or whatever and ask the government for the resources as opposed to having customers yeah yeah it's like being a state power company or something like that sure so here we are in a bar discussing overthrowing the economic system Mm -hmm. by means of
4: political system and violently so you mentioned
1: okay so uh this this is all interesting stuff to hear coming out of a out of an elf but I guess your history with your mom and your and your your grandparents and all that that makes sense. Uh, do you know where your dad is or what what that looks like at oh, all? I
2: mean he would be dead by now. He would have died oh, when yeah. I was like in my 30s maybe.
1: The whole lifespan thing, mm. right?
2: Yeah, and he was like pretty old when he met my mom too. So, yeah,
1: right. Okay, so what about um, your parents? Uh, they have a den, kind of somewhere. I don't, I don't really go to it much anymore.
3: <laughs> oh, cozy
1: They're they're around. Yeah. They, they, they live by another tree. They're fine. Did
2: you like have a falling out or something? Oh, I no, no, get no, it. No. No. We, we still talk. Like, I my... just
1: don't tell them where I live.
2: Oh, so you're like limited contact. I get it. I get it. I wish I could do that. Or, I'm pretty or sure foxes. that if I actually disappeared, like my grandparents would send someone to find me bring me back
1: that's
4: that's
2: wrong yeah oh sorry i didn't say any of this to like get sympathy like that's my shit that has nothing to do with any of you don't feel bad for me (laughs) i swear to god if you feel bad for me i will be so pissed off
1: we are at a bar so it's, it's cool um
0: Ericene just points at the that sign that says to do no with sympathy a... <laughs> hanging up on a
2: wall. <laughs> just like squints at you and is like, what does being in a bar have to do with being sympathetic?
1: <laughs> well, sometimes a story is worth a beer. What? <laughs> <laughs> or gold is worth a beer. I don't know. I'm not oh, okay. good at human things. <laughs> I'm not the uh, I'm not the charismatic one of the bunch. You know, we we know this. Um, okay. Araseen so sees someone at- that she
2: recognizes, like across the bar, and she like waves, points.
0: They wave back. Are you trying to call them over, or just being like, no, Yo,
1: just waving? Exist? Just okay. being like, yeah. oh they wave hey. Back. Just being popular. Yeah. (laughs) With long arms.
2: Wealthy, if you Um, could do, like, anything with a magical job, like, what would you do?
3: The problem is, as you have observed, there's not a lot to do. There doesn't seem to be... I mean... I think I think doing something like what Grix does would be really helpful to the to the um, community and it would put my use my, my abilities to work and after after 20 years I could go back to the university and probably teach.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna work
3: huh.
0: So the GM voice from on high you can probably actually do that <laughs> <laughs> i I accidentally left a world building hole here that i want to fill real quick about magic jobs (laughs) (laughs) so as a magic user if you're a cleric there's the whole entire healing organization which is not which is pretty self-explanatory for magic users i mean you can get jobs that you can either do things like the maintenance crew like i think was mentioned by um Clitz or Zykra. Like you can get on the maintenance crew. That can be either unglamorous or kind of dangerous if you, there's a fabrication group as part of the department of repairs, which is the overall department that Grix actually works for. So you can get involved in making stuff for that. And that's kind of what Zykra was saying about making the same thing over and over again. Um, and like the various guard branches and things like that the department of investigations they all have magic users but it's not usually magic for magic's sake there's probably a few independent magical business people of various sorts who make enchanted items or alchemists like Fonz is. but if you were trying to get a job with any of the big organizations like for example the guards it basically it's difficult to find a job in a place that doesn't have a high turnover <laughs> sure <laughs> And you're also dealing with a a relatively limited group of people among whom a large percentage of them are borderline immortal when it comes to at least human lifespans.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, and it's, it's like I pointed out in, in my character sheet. I mean, I'm female. I'm very young. I'm a halfling. Nobody really... And, and I'm inexperienced. So, you know, I'm not the world's greatest wizarding material.
0: Yeah, you're the... You're the computer science student who just graduated with the degree, and because you don't have three Nobody years of experience, you me. can't find anywhere to go. Yeah, <laughs>
3: right. But I intend to be using my adventuring as a means of bulking up my resume.
0: Yes, you also could always adventure,
3: <laughs> which doesn't really pay the bills, but you know, I can always fall back on making hats.
0: You might be able to find something down in down in the maintenance tunnels, or the natural caverns below them. Uh, it's dangerous, and also in the maintenance tunnels, you have to be sure you're not accidentally taking part of the infrastructure, but <laughs> it's doable. Well,
3: and it sounds like we've hit a natural yeah. Yeah. Um, breaking point.
0: Yep, Arisene, Your nachos arrive, Arisene waves Woo. to her friend. You talk more about economics and upbringings, and hats, and the fabrication thereof. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Want to just let us know that we got our rule wrong? Don't do that last one, but you can email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our memes. Hopefully all dank, but possibly otherwise. and Crusades is published by Trolllord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. That's me. Thank you, me. You're pretty great. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute.
1: guys recognize we got the recap done and it's only eight Uh
3: wow
0: we're basically heroes
1: right we're way ahead of the curve up until the point where i start dragging down the podcast by talking about the time let's uh let's get into this into this story here i'm very excited to see what happens next
0: it's still so weird hearing you that close to the mic
1: (laughs) does it make your (laughs) ear feel (laughs) wet no you're just oh,
2: lot you made my <laughs> ear feel wet <laughs> Ew